0: Good morning to everyone, I'm happy to be here, thanks to, uh, um, to, to Eva for this uh, kind invitation. I'm particularly happy to be here also with uh, Mark and Cathy, uh, who are, I, I learned to know uh, only uh, a course, um, through their social media practices. So, changing academic identities, uh, a great topic very closely related to me, to my situation, who uh, have at least uh, two academic identities. One uh, at the University of Milan as uh, uh, while I, I've been working for years as uh, administrative staff, and another one just enabled by a couple of social networks Twitter and academia.edu that enabled me to keep on starting conversation with experts, posting half-cooked and uh, published papers, uh, and uh, developing my favourite online activities, that is uh, playing a role as a hub of relevant information about literature review on demand for uh, providing help. And in recent times, are also honest uh, these social networks in order to uh, organize to arrange a call for chapters for uh, my very first editorial plan. But I, uh, I I'm aware that uh, I'm lucky, as a, 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 because I work, I have a job position, because in. Uh, times of uh, shrinking budgets. Of course, uh, the PhD candidates uh, are understood as a sort of species at risk. (coughs) They are increasingly engaged uh, during their doctorate uh, in a sort of creative mix uh, of research or work or personal development uh, initiatives. They are increasingly asked to define their own destination, to craft their future job positions. Uh, In other words, they are required to develop new skills as self-entrepreneurs. This was not so clear at the very beginning in the PhD agreement they tacitly signed. But on the other hand, they are also PhD students in digital universities. And in this sense, they are provided with unprecedented opportunities to build on personal ecologies of people and resources just through social media. And on the other hand, they are challenged to combine self-organized and institution-led uh, Digital mediated activities. So, today questions What are the actual social media practices undertaken by PhD researchers? And as a whole, these social media practices understood as digital engagement, how can we conceptualize how this relates to digital identity? And finally, which forms of resilience, generally speaking, uh, what kind of active, of, uh, proactive or reactive attitudes they <coughs> show related to the change represented by social media practices? The answers to these questions are drawn uh, on the basis of a recent exploratory study on PhD researchers where the focus is on self-organized activities undertaken across dot 2.0 and the social media environments by PhD researchers, where the unit of an analysis is the individual PhD researchers. No aim to compare subject areas of different university uh, contests is included. The endorsed perspective is to explore the socio-cultural entanglements of the PhD researchers using digital tools in the fine-situated context. I conducted this research across three, uh, four empirical settings. Three Italian universities um, across which this kind of study uh, is, uh, um, uh, is, 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 is the first one and one UK universities, two large-scale multidisciplinary universities and uh, the other one, uh, two medium-sized discipline-specific universities. An intensive data gathering process was uh, developed uh, in the time span of one year the research design uh, has included a sequence of online questionnaires to set an initial sample. Uh, uh, subsequently, uh, 26 individual interviews were, were organized in order to collect in-depth individual accounts of uh, self-organized digital mediated practices. And finally, four focus groups, one for each university contest, uh, were organized in order to check previous findings. So, question one: the actual social media practices emerging from this study. Uh, as a, a previous uh, sorry, as a, a previous large-scale um, uh, empirical uh, survey um, showed in the UK in particular. Social media practices are creeping along uh, certain PhD activities, in particular updating, networking, disseminating, discussing research issues, and pushing personal development, where in particular updating and disseminating uh, present an interesting uh, merge of uh, more traditional or institution-bounded technical facilities and social media uh, environments. But focusing on uh, the use specific uh, in, uh, of the certain uh, social media uh, environments, uh, we can observe expected and unexpected social media uses. Uh, where, for instance, uh, a social network as Twitter is used as a search engine to update uh, the knowledge in the defined topic or uh, is harnessed for uh, its uh, adherent social component (coughs) in order to uh, expand the contacts and hopefully to uh, harness additional opportunities for uh, their careers. ResearchGate is uh, basically used to receive notification from the authors um, who uh, you have chosen to follow or can be uh, maybe the venue uh, for uh, in-depth real-time research discussions. This for instance has uh, um, um, enabled a, um, a young researchers uh, facing with a current project uh, to uh, discuss, to better refine uh, her own uh, approach, research approach. And YouTube is uh, uh, widely valued. As a, um, a source for increasing, uh, for uh, had uh, knowledge, the knowledge base in the fine topic, uh, in uh, uh, in interaction with printed books, for instance, but uh, is also used, for instance, uh, uh, to realize the sophisticated digital artifacts such as uh, a series of video lectures. Uh, produced by uh, on uh, his own by one PhD researcher who was also able to interact with a real audience. And so on uh, the use of academia.edu uh, is basically understood as a repository of papers where you can sift relevant materials but uh, you ha- might uh, use uh, this environment also to receive some occasional feedback on your own papers. And uh, in this case, uh, I think uh, it it will be interesting to compare this kind of approaches uh, with the the research conducted, for instance, by by Katie. Um, Linkedin, uh, and uh, likewise, uh, is usually used as a sort of repository of business card, but uh, there are a lot, a lot of niches, very specialized niches, uh, that uh, allowed, for instance, uh, a very isolated PhD researchers in computer science to interact with an international community of researchers uh, among among which uh, they uh, not only discuss research methodologies but also share data set uh, so innovating research practices and finally there is a wide use uh, of Skype understood as a sort of augmented um, augmented email. Um, very useful to bound time-space slot to have in-depth discussion with supervisors. But uh, in, generally speaking, it's only an invaluable resource to conduct, to afford international research uh, by PhD researchers with no funding. But this uh, valid. Uh, digital behaviors across social media, uh, how can we uh, conceptualize as a whole uh, in the um, thinking of digital engagement? The first question you have to think to, uh, to uh, is uh, that is not useful to identify the good, the bad, and the ugly among the digitally uh, skilled. PhD researchers because this uh, sort of ranking is not useful and uh, it's a risk of uh, under-evaluating the complexity of digital engagement uh, phenomena. Uh, I prefer uh, of course on the basis of this kind of reflection or thinking of digital engagement as variation patterns Shaped by historically and socially situated orientation, where the interplay of individual agency and contextual elements uh, is always at work. Of course, this idea of digital engagement as orientation is not new, and uh, the first reflection stems from uh, the idea of the visitor and resident, well known visitor and resident approach for mapping online engagement. This uh, lucky ma- uh, metaphor uh, was um, based on the space metaphor uh, that is useful uh, to understand the approach as a visitor um, uh, underlining the idea of the web as a shadow of tools where you go on demand, where you need something. Right? On the opposite, the resident approach uh, underlines the idea or the web uh, where, as a space for interaction, as a space where you can do something with others. However, uh, even if, of course, in each individual uh, uh, as uh, David White has underlined, um, can embed the multiple orientations in a sort of fluid manner. I wonder two things. Is the only space metaphor sufficient to map out digital engagement phenomena? And two, is the resident approach implicitly assessed as the appropriate approach toward the social media? that uh, everybody should follow as the more appropriate approach. So, considering this kind of uh, critical issues and on the basis of my findings, I uh, elaborated this non-prescriptive digital engagement variation framework in which uh, The phenomena of digital engagement are framed considering six different but interrelated dimensions. Space, ways of dealing with digital venues. Time, stillness or evolution in digital engagement. properly digital identity, the levels, the forms of disclosure of your own academic identity. Socialization, the role of the individual or the group in in endorsing digital engagement, stands the prevailing personal uptake of social media for research purposes and tensions the relationship between self-organized and individual-based and uh, institutional-based digitally-mediated practices. Each of these dimensions can be characterized by different sets of polarization, understood as a state of experience in a continuum. Um, so, um, for the purposes of uh, today's uh, talk, I'll uh, focus on digital identity polarizations and I'll use the other examples drawn by the other dimensions in relation to to digital identity. So digital identity, the first polarization, disclosing or not di- disclosing uh, our academic identity. Of course, uh, there is suddenly a, a critical issue here because uh, the idea is to have one clear, not misleading academic identity online, but uh, the reality is to cope with Multiple online identities scattered across social media, social networks, and not uh, aligned. So the effort of uh, uh, updating these uh, different venues can be source of anxiety. Not disclosing, I think. Okay. Um, all of. Um, active and passive digital uh, behaviours is questioned by uh, a bunch of uh, PhD researchers where, for instance, uh, the activity of searching resources is considered as a form of active digital behaviours in front of a sort of hype of uh, interaction across social media and is also thought uh, as the only affordable form of digital identity by uh, uh, some PhD researchers that in such way are sure uh, to not make mistakes. Weaving and splitting their own digital identity, there is a weaving no separation between my my use of social media in everyday life and professional academic use Uh, so the digital identity is something uh, taken for granted and so all is merged but uh, in some specific professional cases for instance in case of teacher researchers there is uh, all uh, researchers uh, uh, who research uh, digital uh, learners or uh, digital subjects online, uh, there is a real concern and there is an obligation and sort of more obligation to split private and professional account. Emulating and keeping distance from successful examples, this is a, a very important aspect. For instance, in the uh, approach of emulating, there is uh, the awareness that there is a stage in between when you see people blogging with other people incredibly well. And for instance, young researchers with research assistants. And there is a sort of nice way to step in. But there is also uh, who observed Her own uh, supervisor, who is uh, an authority in her field, but she has also 2,000 Twitter followers. And a bit naively, uh, it is uh, stated that I'd love to do the same on Twitter, uh, misleading the need to build uh, their own uh, personality as a researcher. But there is also uh, the approach of keeping distance. Uh, where mm, following a very uh, intensive activity online is understood as absolutely overwhelming. Or, more deeply, uh, there is a sort of awareness that you have to find your own way to be there, to raise your voice. So, uh, a sort of a, a critical approach and uh, uh, the need f- to be original, also online. Space, the dimension of space, uh, consider, for instance, uh, the approach of converging and choosing a drop-in approach. Converging, uh, the effort to converge all the social media activities in one venue, one domain, where your identity as a researcher becomes more visible. But on the other hand, there is a dropping and nomadic approach uh, that uh, leads the, uh, the individual PhD researchers to shift from one tool to another, if needed. For instance, following chasing uh, the expert across the social networks they prefer to attend. But there is also a sort of bulimia in uh, using social media. Um, environment uh, with uh, no specific goal. Time. Uh, mirroring the use of, of, of space, uh, time implies, for instance, a tinkering with the strategy of fragmenting engagement. So, for instance, there is the, the plan, the effort in designing a research block and piloting a series of post asking for feedback, from feedback uh, to peers uh, and uh, with a goal in mind to uh, constantly to reveal their own uh, the identity as a social researchers. But on the other hand there is also who is aware that the approach is mainly, can be mainly proactive rather than proactive and uh, or um, on the other side uh, there is always uh, some sort of critical approach that emerges uh, where it is stated that you should preserve your freedom of using or not using these tools, not responding to a sort of commercial imperative. Socialization. Uh, The the individual PhD researchers uh, happen to um, pushing uh, an individual benefit, for instance, when you need to requalify uh, yourself as an apprentice researcher against my professional background as a librarian, so to change your own identity online. But uh, I think it's very interesting the case of pushing or developing collective benefit. For instance, in, this, in, the, in the case in which a group of young researchers in cultural uh, studies uh, didn't exist uh, anywhere in uh, the institutional website and they created a collective page in Facebook in order to reveal their own identity, identity as a group. And uh, uh, there is also who think that uh, for instance a, a typical social media activity such as blogging makes sense only if you discuss as a group. Stance embedding and diverging. Embedding uh, leads to considers the social media um, practices as uh, what you should doing should be doing. It's an integral part of your academic identity nowadays, as you, in particular as you advance in the PhD. But on the other hand, there is an interesting divergent approach. Well, uh, some, someone states that you sh- we should free ourselves from utilitarian logic. So not, I run a research blog to get this. But I'm posting the blog and observing what happens. So uh, be open to the novelty, the novelty, the unexpected, and uh, uh, maintaining, uh, keeping a sort of a critical approach uh, in this environment. Finally, tensions. The, the need, the opportunity to combine Uh, the construction of your academic identity in brick-and-mortar environments and your online identity. But this is a source of anxiety because they tell you if you don't do this, you will not get any academic job. This was not clear in the PhD agreement at the beginning. And on the other hand, uh, there is also some situations, for instance, in particular in education, in some educational and social research contexts, where, for instance, if you try to stand out posting a lot on social media, they don't appreciate it. And because the tacit message is it is worthwhile keeping a low profile. In this case, is a, a sort of personal, hidden practices that uh, can be developed by the individual PhD researchers uh, against the tacit practices uh, endorsed in, this, in the local academic culture. Question 3, which form of resilience can be drawn for the PhD researchers' narrative of social media practices? This, the forms of resilience identified. So, four different uh, forms of resilience, or in other in other words, uh, different ways, different capacities of navigating across state of experiences, staying afloat, where the user the phd researchers surf across tools without any planned direct directions embedding digital (laughs) flexibility uh, mutuated by everyday everyday uh, life use of social media but uh, indeed waiting for the mainstream in academia future inconvenience so the approach is uh, Coping with the digital day by day, aiming at solving occasional practical needs, embedding the, the digital, implying an outline of a sort of strategy for an online for developing designing an online presence LC researchers, and finally the idea of a researcher as a bricoleur that deliberately hangs out and lag behind the commercial imperative of the plateau of tools of uh, uh, an always on and always engaged uh, PhD researchers and uh, AIMS tends to leave all the possibilities open. And this form of resilience are, uh, can be uh, shifted, organised in uh, at least two typologies where, for instance, future inconvenience and embedded the digital um, implies a more goal-oriented approach that uh, is likely uh, to be aligned during the uh, journey of the PhD, whilst staying afloat and researcher as a briculaire Uh, keep a sort of dialogical uh, approach um, against the path of the learning uh, journey. Where, of course, uh, there is a sort of uh, uh, difference in intensity, where staying afloat implies uh, a sort of uh, uh, surfing across tools, across uh, practices, enacting the digital flexibility, so I am able to use social media practices for research purposes but I uh, adopt it uh, on demand when needed without any mm, precise uh, direction. White research as Bricolaire implies a more critical, a more emancipatory approach, uh, I think, uh, with respect to the definition of a sort of digital identity as a, a PhD researchers. So, for now, this uh, that's all. Thank you for your kind attention.